0: Well, motherfuckers, you was about to find out. At 50 seconds, the whistling peaked, and I ducked back into the ditch. One of them slices zipped so close over my head that it chunked into the path. Fucker was aiming for me. Then the rest of the wave shot through the air, tearing them monsters to pieces. I'll spare you the details. I'm sure you can imagine it. Six thick bodies of muscle and teeth mowed down, chopped to bits in a split second. It was actually even more brutal than the first wave, as if the slices had learned something or something. Started bunching up in groups of three or four. And they tore through their victims and shot off into the forest. Branches cracked. Trunks exploded. Somehow the seventh monster escaped any harm. It stood there, shocked, maybe even amused. A few more of them baby monsters popped out and rolled around on the path. I started counting again. and only got to 15 when the whistling sound returned. Branches cracked. Trunks thunked. And at 25, the slices, and there was less of them now, shot back out onto the path, zeroing in on the last beast. They did what they'd done, and then there was one more heap of meat laid out on the road. They're getting smarter, I said. Wildcat laughed. No shit. And the space between attacks is getting shorter. No shit. Well, what do we do? I had a shout and peeked up over the edge of the ditch. A handful of us, at least 20, was running through the woods. Wildcat said, better than staying here, and followed suit. Oh, well, what the hell, I thought, and jumped out and ran along with her. I ran like I was running from, well, you know what? There really ain't no comparison for what I ran from, at least not in the animal kingdom. So I ran like there was a billion space metal arrowheads zipping through the air behind me, each one intent on turning my insides into fertilizer. The whistling peaked as I put on an extra burst of speed. And if I would cared to throw a look behind me, I'd have seen hundreds of them flattening out into a line two feet tall and about three feet off the ground. Maybe I could have zigged. Maybe I could have zagged but I didn't think there was no point to it. All that would have done was slow my sorry ass down. Best strategy was to sprint straight ahead. The most important 50-yard dash of our lives. Beeline it for the trees and get as deep into the forest as possible. Use all the... Oh, shit. That's what all the cracking and the trunk thunking was. I passed Wildcat and ran straight into a tree branch. Forehead shot. Even made a funny bonking sound. Heard like a son of a bitch, too but not as bad as the switches that whipped my eyes and cut my arms while I attempted to keep moving forward. Then I stumbled into a spider web so thick that I heard it rip the bark off the trees it was stuck to, which sent me twirling, coughing and choking, trying to wipe the web off my face. I mean, I ain't afraid of spiders, see chapter one, but the thought of getting one stuck in my hair and crawling into my mouth made me gag. If anything, that should tell you how much I'd recover from my 1000 years stint in solitary. Wildcats sprinted by, what are you doing? I opened my mouth to tell her what she could do with herself and inhaled something. It went straight down my throat. I think it was a rat. Then a telex with a top knot zipped by, ducking and leaping like he'd been born for it, which, considering the fact that the telex lived in the jungle, was probably pretty accurate. He eyed me as he passed, a faint look of disgust on his face, and I waved him away, coughing, trying to smile, just in case he was thinking about stopping to help. He wasn't. All he'd done was frown and keep running, jumped over a thicket of thorns and disappeared into the brush. I heard the slices crash into the woods, thocking into trees, cutting into branches, cutting down anybody with the bad luck to be behind me. A few goons hit the deck. Maybe they thought the slices would fly right over, but that plan backfired some kind of spectacular. Imagine no line spectacular. I'll give them credit, though, because it wasn't a bad idea, and it looked like it just might work. But then the slices on the bottom adjusted and shot straight down 90 degrees, skewering their necks and spinal cords, blasting out through their brains. I thought, phew, one line of slices down at least. But then they burst out of the earth and rejoined the hunt. Awesome. Some numb cunt angled himself right in front of me. You know, because he only had to run faster than the guy behind him. I weaved, he weaved. I cut, he cut. So fuck that. Some of the slices had gone rogue. Broke the line and started mowing us down one at a time. So I waited until I heard the whistling get real close. And right at the last second, I dodged. Thing didn't even swerve. Piked the guy in front of me in the back of the neck and lodged into his skull. He fell flat on his face like the worthless sack he was, and I spat on him as I ran by. Still, he was on to something, so when some other numb cunt started to catch up, I wove in front of him at the last second, and thunk, down he went. This, I decided, was my best shot at survival. High-pitched whistle, cut to the left, thunk. High-pitched whistle, cut to the right, thunk. Whistle, cut, thunk. Whistle, cut, thunk. Then a slice of pounded into the tree at my right chunk of wood shrapnel on my ribs. Splinters peppered my face and neck. Hurt like a, uh... Well, it hurt like getting shards of wood shot into your body. That's what it hurt like. I'll let you guess which one felt worse. The rib chunk or the face splinter? In the interest of pacing, and general good manners, it now becomes necessary to think of the next five images as a montage. Action adventure. Two seconds each. Heavy breathing. Blue-black woods. A tree to the left explodes. Wildcat trips, and a slicer whizzes overhead, adjusts too late, and slams into the earth. Shot of an ankle, a silver blur, blood spews predictable, a hand splayed out, trying to block the silver terror. It don't work. An old man standing on the deck of a log cabin in the middle of a clearing, beckoning. We was down to 15 of us. 15 sad sacks running for our lives. But at least we had a destination. That old man had to be protected somehow. All we had to do was get inside his house. Why else would he be waving us over like that? Unless he was just screwing around, in which case, fuck that guy. I chose to believe he wanted to help. The clearing was about 50 yards away, and I reached into whatever reserves I had to try to make it. Didn't speed up, but didn't slow down neither. 20 yards. The head of a bastard to my right exploded. A shower of blood. 15 yards. The wall of slices mowed through the woods. Ten yards, the whistling got louder and louder. Five yards, I could feel their heat tickling the hair on the back of my neck. I gritted my teeth, striving, striving, and then BAM! I burst into the clearing like i just won a marathon. Eyes closed, chest out, arms wide, waiting for the slices to do their bloody work. But it didn't happen. I kept running anyway. No way I was going to stop. Not then. Not after what i seen with them things could do. Here's a tip. If you ever want to try running with your eyes closed... Don't. Inevitably, you're gonna trip and fall, which is exactly what I done. My shin hit a stump, sending me tumbling headlong, end over end. And let me tell you something, falling that way ain't fun. Only an asshole fell like that, or a geek in middle school, or a stunt horse in a war movie. I bounced once, got the wind knocked out of me, and slid a few feet before I finally came to a stop. Then I just lay there, gasping. Weird electric noises filled the air, like a bug zapper in Miami. When I finally got my wind back, I rolled over and saw the most amazing thing. The slices was hitting some kind of invisible shield and evaporating, burning up in a shower of silver and electric blue. Millions of them. Zap, 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 zap. It would have been beautiful if I hadn't been so terrified. Fuck's sake, I moaned. Fuck's sake. My head ached, my ass ached, and my ribs was on fire. I mean, it was literally on fire. Not like a metaphor. Must have been the wood Gave me a nice 30-degree burn on top of that puncture wound. It also worked in my favor a bit because, after all the burn and flesh, the flames cauterized the wound, like searing up a nice hunk of steak. My ribs were still busted, and there was a chunk of tree in my side, but at least it was kind of clean, you know, so yay irony? Turned out only four of us made it. Me, Wildcat, that rude-tlect topknot I told you about, and some random dude I ain't ever seen before. The slices continued to hit the shield— Lightened it up like fireworks. But I guess even the shield had its limits. Three burst through and tore into that poor random dude I ain't never seen before. After they took him down, they didn't go after any of us, though. They kept plunging in and out of him like they got stuck in a loop, his body shaking each time they punched through. Gut, head, back, legs, over and over. Bits of metal shearing off each time until he wasn't nothing more than a bloody pulp and they wasn't nothing more than angry pebbles. The last one came to rest on his chest and rolled off. I looked at Wildcat, standing a few feet away with her hands on her knees, and at the telec, who wasn't put out at all. In fact, he looked ready to run again. We was all in great shape, but that was a brutal run. The least he could do was sweat a little. He had a bathmark on his calf too, or an old wound, a huge red blob that reached from his ankle to his knee. Whatever it was that got in must have been big. The slices finally stopped hitting the shield, and the silence that followed felt a little unnerving. I sat up, half expecting something worse to come bursting out of us. But for once in my life, that didn't happen. Instead, we got invited over for lunch. The old man was still on his porch acting like nothing happened, and he waved us over. Hey, he said, you guys want some soup?